You're listening to Sly King Unleashed. Social topics, politics, relationships, entertainment, and so much more. Make sure you follow him on social media at I am Sly King on Twitter and Instagram. Now, another episode of Sly King Unleashed. Welcome back. Welcome back in for another episode of Sly King Unleashed. You know, it's been a while. Glad to be back, too. I know it's been a lot going on with all of us. If you're like Sly, uh, yeah, that's an understatement. Well, I've had really a lot of intentions to come back and get on and talk with you and share some things with you. And it just has really been challenging. But at the same time, I wanted to take a moment to come on and talk with you and share some things with you. And so hopefully you are doing well. You're taking care of yourself. You're safe as best as you can. A lot of things have really just turned completely sideways in so many directions, whether it's school, whether it's, you know, jobs and so many other things we can talk about sports, uh, just to mention just a few. And so I want to say this first and foremost, too, if you are new to the podcast, hey, listen, go and listen to some of the previous podcasts. Go follow uh, my stuff that's out there. I'm also on Spotify. You can also listen on Apple Podcasts. So whatever form of podcast you're listening on, go check it out. I believe it's also on Google as well. Go subscribe to my podcast channel. I greatly appreciate that. Well, with that being said, I want to jump right into, and there's going to be a lot of stuff I want to talk about because, you know, all of us, if you are a parent, the big challenge we're facing right now is school is either on the verge of opening or schools are continuing to delay in some shape, form, or fashion. And it's a lot that's going on. And if you're trying to work from home and your kids are there, I am praying for you because trust me when I say it is a major, major challenge. And don't mention if you have a young kid and they don't understand that you have to work. They just want what they want, when they want it and how they want it. So my heart goes out to you because you're not by yourself. So, you know, when it comes to the school year and many of us are whether you filled out a survey from your school and getting decisions together with your spouse or whoever about what you're going to do, how you're going to move the school year. And I really feel like this year, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but you can almost kind of wash away 2020 in the sense of it is going to really be an absolutely tumultuous, time-consuming challenge of figuring out what we have to do next. Because what we have not done is we haven't really gotten all our kids back in school And so the schools that are going to give you the option to go and do a traditional school year or maybe you're going to do the hybrid approach or maybe just online. But let's just let's just talk about those that are going back to school and you're actually at the school. You know, I don't know how many of these thoughts have been really played out. And again, I'm not, you know, not playing in the mind of not really giving credit to the educational system. But I'm really concerned because if we really think about this logically. These kids go back to school. They're in the school systems, whether you go two days a week or maybe you go three or however many days you go. They're in the school system. They're going. And all of a sudden, at some point, somebody could be a janitor, could be a lunchroom person. I'm just naming people in the school. You may say, Sly, they're not going to do all that. The bottom line is somebody, whether it's a student, teacher, principal, anybody connected to the school, if they are positive for the COVID-19 virus, And when they find out that they're positive, the schools will have to shut down. So you're talking about potentially shutting down for two weeks. Now, you don't know how many people they've been in contact, so you don't know who else could have been exposed. And so now you're looking at another big challenge of do you go longer with this potential shutdown due to 
somebody or somebody's actually having this. And then you got to go back through and sanitize and do all that. And while we're talking about sanitizing, I don't know if the conversation has even been thought about when it comes to you're going to have to consistently sanitize all throughout the school every single opportunity you have when kids get in contact with certain things. You're going to have to sanitize them. Are the personnel in place to do this? And furthermore, do a lot of schools have the personnel available to do it the right way? These are questions that I know I've wrestled with and many of others have talked about. And then we got to talk about the young kids, the little ones. We're talking about the babies, the little ones who don't understand. Uh, don't hug me. You can't get close to me. Stay away. They don't understand staying away from kids and keeping their distance. Those are challenges that we all are really wrestling with as parents because you're sitting down and you're going, okay, my kid's going to go back to school, got to work from home. They're going to be here again. How am I going to help them to learn? What do we have to do to make this stuff work? You know, you're the principal, you're the superintendent, you're the lunchroom attendant, the janitor. You are every single person. So it's a major challenge. And I think all of us truly understand that this is something we're going to have to work through. And honestly, we don't have all the answers. And we really don't. Right now, we're still in a speculation mode of what is potentially going to happen over time. We really don't know. And so, you know, this year, again, has been one that has been challenging on so many fronts and so many things we are really trying to work through. I know right now the big conversation as well is really around college athletics and football and what are we going to do, who's playing, who's not playing. I mean, as of this moment, right this second, right now we have two major conferences that are out of the conversation for playing this season. Just two out of the five Power Five conferences, two have said, hey, we're not playing. And I've heard a lot of conversation around, well, the kids are going to be going back on campus. You don't feel like the athletes can be, you know, the place where they're getting the testing and all the things they need to be as safe as possible. It's so many factors that go into that. But then the economics of it really are beginning to be a part of what you really are looking at, too, because there's so much money tied into college football. There's a lot of money. We're talking millions of dollars that these universities actually make every single year from college athletics. They just do. It's a lot of money. College football is a very, very lucrative business across the board, especially for your big schools. A lot of conferences have canceled for this year. They're canceling and, you know, potentially looking at the next year and so many challenges that we all are not really knowing what it's going to yield for us as fans or people who just enjoy, you know, the atmosphere of the game of football on every single front. We don't know what the NFL is going to really look like at some point, too, when that time comes around due to the things that they're putting in place. But they're really working through that as protocols they have to take. And, of course, we know that that is an actual profession, a job for those athletes that do play that sport. But I got to say it's probably one of the most unprecedented times ever that we could potentially at this point in time, and I'm saying right now due to the fact that this could easily change in less than 24 hours, but right now we don't have a clear indication as if college football will be played at all. So there's a lot of questions about that. You know, will conferences decide to shut it down altogether and we just say, hey, that's a wrap. We'll see you next fall. You know, I don't know. I'm not really sure. I, I don't know what that really is going to yield. And I know as fans, we all want to see the game. We want to have, as we would like to say, as much normal activity in our life as we can. And that's the challenge that I think all of us have had to really wrestle with, that this is not really normal. Like, we are beyond just concerning ourselves with getting back to normal. Normal, I don't believe, is going to be what normal was. We are in a new norm that we all have to adjust to. 
you know, I think that all of us now have un- come to understand that, you know, wearing a mask is a part of what we have to do. May not like it, you know, may not like it, may not be something we enjoy, but it is a part of what we have to do. And it's protecting ourselves, protecting others. And there's a lot of debate about the mask. So don't go into Sly and, you know, all the stuff that you have, you know, said about wearing a mask. I don't agree with because of the things I've read and things that I've heard. I've read all those things, too. And I'm not saying I agree a thousand percent with with the mask in that degree because of so many other things on the other side of that that have been shared about what it can do to you, long term effects and other things of that nature uh, as it relates to that and what you hear doctors say, some doctors say otherwise. So there's a lot of debate on the mask on mask off situation. But the bottom line is majority of us live in places that require us to wear them when we go out. And so, again, that is a new norm that I'm sure we are going to be dealing with at least through the end of this year. I really believe that. I don't know if that's changing anytime soon. You know, I don't see us having some solution in the next six months. And we're like, okay, no mask. We're good. Go back to how we really did things. I think everybody is going to still be a little shy as it relates to going into places and doing certain things you used to do because you just don't feel comfortable. Now, there's a lot of people who care less and and just like, you know what, I'm going to do whatever. And trust me when I tell you, I'm over it. Okay, let me just be honest with you. I had a conversation with some friends the other day, and we were talking about just the overall situation of where we are. And yes, we are over it, okay? I'm over all of it, but at the same time, I cannot control what's happening around us. I can't, and I don't think you can either. We have to deal with it. We have to adjust. We have to be flexible. I think flexibility is something we have to learn now more than ever. I think we've learned the fact that the way we've done things is not always what we're going to do. We have to be willing to be flexible, be patient and understanding, Because patience is honestly challenged more now than ever. I know mine has been challenged. I'm sure yours has been challenged and so many other factors. And you're trying to find a way to create balance. And, you know, I believe balance is probably one of the hardest things for us to really work through. Like balancing between your job, you know, your kids and now with them in school and work and that you're having to deal with all the single time of your day because it doesn't feel like your job has a cutoff at some point. You know, hey, I mean... Those are real challenges so many people are facing. And just the simple fact of wanting to go on vacation is like a big challenge. Like I really need, you know, the vacation that I really had planned for my family for us to go on. And that's not really going to happen right now. You know, and that's a challenge for me because that's kind of like that mental, you know, escape you get, the chance you get opportunity to unplug and unwind and kind of put aside the other things you have to focus on. And at this time, your mind is just strictly focused on vacation. The break, the rest, all the stuff you need. And so you have to have an opportunity to create space and be creative, too. You know, I think all of us have learned creativity and different methods of what we do things when it comes to our families and how we do things and how we move and operate. And so all of us have had to face some type of challenge as it relates to where we are currently. And so, you know, that's why getting a chance to talk with you is so important because, you know, I I really feel like where we are currently right now is, is a place that we can either grow, we can learn to adapt to certain things, and we also find new ways of how we can expand what we're doing and become even greater. See, the challenge you face a lot of times in situations that we all are facing right now is you can sit back and you can focus so much on the things you cannot control. But there are things you can control. And some people during this time have found ways to be creative, to create new opportunities for themselves and to do things to better their position in so many other places. And I think that's a time that we all have to take some evaluation of what we're really focusing our attention on. Like, okay, what can I do now 
that allows me to be better than what I was previously to where we currently are. And I think we all have to understand the importance of growing in these areas and, and not allowing yourself to get stuck into this mindset of just living through this Groundhog Day mentality, but not taking the opportunity to say, okay, how can I grow? How can I better myself from where I was? I know people that I've talked to have taken courses and doing some studying that they haven't done before, you know, putting those excuses out of the window. I believe if I'm not mistaken, now correct me if I'm wrong, and I believe it's still out there, that Harvard was offering some free classes. And I mean free classes for you to take online for however many weeks you can take, and you can go through the classes and if you want to get some certificate from the class that you completed it or whatever, I think it's like 50 bucks or whatever you have to pay. But there's a lot of stuff out there that you can go take and learn and grow in whatever profession you're in or something that you've had an interest in growing in. So there's opportunities where you can either grow in this situation or you can sit back and stay stagnant. It's one thing to go through, right? You've heard people say you go through something, but can you grow through something? That's the big question. And I think that's a question we all have to really ask ourselves right now because there's a lot of us that really could grow in a lot of areas. I know for me, there's areas that I want to grow in, areas I want to do more in. And now, more than ever, it's become a forefront conversation because I know that these are things that I don't need to put off. These are things that I don't need to waste any more time on doing and understanding that they're so important to get them done. So hopefully you're taking an opportunity to do that and maybe even spending more time with your family, investing in them and growing in that area. And a lot of us have not been home this much since, well, I don't know when, right? I mean, you've been home more now than you've ever been. And it's a challenge too. If you're in a relationship, you know, that's a big challenge. You know, you're not used to being around a person this much. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, I know you may be all lovey-dovey, all those great things, nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, we all have to have balance and space, right? We have balance and space. It helps us function. It helps us operate better. And everybody's different, right? It's not a cookie cutter approach, to these things, but at the same time, you've had to make adjustments. You've had to make those uh, sacrifices that you normally have not had to make, and you've had to do things a lot differently. And so, I got to say, it's been one for the record books, right? I know all of us. We will look back at some point. Maybe you know our younger kids. You know, will look back, and when they're our age, when they're older, 20, 30 years from now, they'll look back and look at 2020 and go, "Wow, it changed everything." And I think it really will. I think it'll change a lot regarding our educational system, our workflow, how we do things. You know, now more than ever, I believe, without any question, investment across the board from our leadership, our government, from the national level, local level, needs to be focused on digital technology and making sure all, not some, not a couple, not people that can afford it, but everybody has access to digital learning. Because believe it or not, it's here to stay. It's always been here. But now more than ever, it's a big part of how our kids are having to function. And a lot of schools are trying to scramble and figure this thing out and try to really navigate through this entire function of what do they need to have in order for these kids to learn and have the greatest opportunity to learn during these challenging times. But making sure from a national government level that there's funding for every single child to have adequate access to digital learning and the things they need to be successful. And I think that has to be a major focus going forward. I really do. I believe it has to be something we focus on and then hold the people who are in leadership accountable to push for these things. We got to do that too. We have to do that. And I think as parents, as people just in general, we have to fight and ask those people who are in leadership and really demand, not just ask, but demand that, look, you find a way to make it an important part 
of whatever you're doing to make sure that our young people have what they need because not everybody has access to some things and some schools are in better positions than others. But now more than ever, education and the learning process is a big part of what we do. And so, again, you know, as I wrap this up, I really enjoy the opportunity to come on and talk with you and share some things with you. Again, if you are new to the podcast, you've never listened before, go and listen to some of the previous podcasts. Go check those out. Sly King Unleashed available. Spotify, Google, also on Apple Podcasts as well. You can also hit me up on social media. If you're not following me, go do that. Follow me at I am Sly King on Twitter and also on Instagram. Well, until next time, it's Sly saying I'm out. Peace.